Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Oh, it is time for baseball. Minor league baseball. Major leagues are already underway, except in Chicago where the Cubs will start maybe like mid-May. We welcome you back. And Stephen Davis, the voice of the Arkansas Travelers, is on the road as the team that resides in North Little Rock is starting away from home. Their first home game is next week, and we are looking forward to having them, as I mentioned, on 106.7 this year, but also having a chance to go to a whole lot of games this year, maybe doing a couple of shows over there also. Steven is with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Welcome, sir, and happy opening day. Yeah, happy opening day. Uh, we're hoping for good weather down here in Corpus Christi, but uh, you know, you, we, this is one of the bad parts about minor league baseball is you go through college baseball opening day, everybody's all fired up, and you go through big league spring training, you go through big league opening day. Heck, even AAA already started last week. Finally, it's our turn here in AA. Uh, we get to get going today, and, and we're looking at uh, cloudy skies and rain in the forecast tonight. Uh-oh. So hopefully we can play. Hopefully we can play. I mean, Wes and I were just saying, you know what they say, Wes, it never rains in Corpus Christi. <laughs> guess that's not true. No, not true at all. Not true at all. It's been raining most of the time since we got here yesterday. So uh, we're, we're hopeful, though. We're hopeful. What time is our first pitch today? We're looking at 7.05 for a first pitch. Uh, and, you know, you look at the hourly forecast, however accurate those are. And, I, you know, I'm one of those amateur meteorologists. You work in baseball long enough, uh, you think you can read the weather. Uh, same, like, same as golf. Uh, I think the guys that work in golf are actually better at reading the weather than those of us that work in baseball uh, for whatever reason. Uh, but, you know, it shows that it's going to start at some point tonight after 5 o'clock, maybe mm. after 8, maybe after 9. If it's that late, we can play. If it's earlier, we're probably not playing. And then uh, tomorrow it's supposed to stop right about game time. So mm. uh, we know we're good Saturday, it looks like. But, okay. uh, yeah, just sit around and wait on this rain. I got gotcha. you. Um, let's dive into the roster. We talked a little bit about it yesterday. Some of the top prospects in the Mariners organization are going to be playing in North Little Rock. And, there is a former Razorback on the roster as well, which will make the folks around here real happy also. Yeah, we'll start with Isaiah Campbell. Uh, and you mentioned the top prospects. It's eight of the top 30, eight of the top 23, if you want to get a little more specific off the uh, MLB pipeline rankings, uh, which we use with the team. Uh, and seven of those eight are pitchers. And pitching is clearly the strength of this Travelers team uh, going into the season. And Isaiah Campbell is going to be the one of the, the focal points and one of the anchors in the bullpen. Uh, he's listed number 17 on those prospect lists. Uh, and really, you know, on those prospect lists, once you get past like the first five in an organization, you can just draw names out of a hat for really what, you, what you're trying to order guys there. You know, if Isaiah throws strikes, which he has been known to do uh, at a very high level, if he's striking guys out, which he showed he could do last year in his little bit of time in AA, that number 17 rankings are going to go out the window. And he's got a chance to, to get to the big leagues very quickly this year. Uh, depending on opportunity, obviously, at that level with injuries and things. But uh, he, he's the kind of guy that is so talented. Uh, you, you almost just look at him and go, man, uh, I hope you make it just because your talent is so good. You want the world to see it. Uh, and when he got going with us last year, he had some struggles. His first two or three outings, uh, it was that old adjust from high A to double A transition. And then once he made those slight adjustments, uh, you know, where you got to make guys chase just a little more. You can't just put it in the zone. Guys are going to hit it at this level. Uh, he was dominant. He was really dominant his last six, seven outings with the Travs last year. So I'm excited to see what Isaiah Campbell's got uh, now coming out of a big league spring training uh, where he was there with the Mariners uh, in big league camp uh, and is on the 40-man roster. So obviously uh, Scott Service uh, and the folks in Seattle uh, have their eyes firmly planted on Isaiah Campbell. He's going to be a huge part of this Travs bullpen this year, which 
hopefully they'll have a lot of leads to hold the way that the starting rotation sets up, too. Is this a good hitting team? Well, we're going to find out. Uh, The jury is out on that, and here's why I say that. It's a very interestingly formed team offensively. You look at it and you go, well, there's seven guys back from last year's offense. Last year's offense was record-setting for the Travelers, but the seven guys that are back weren't in the group that were hitting a ton of home runs last year that the Travs were setting records with. They're the the guys we talked about last year, the Jake Shiners, the Joe Rizzos, the Cade Marlows, those guys, they're all gone. They're either in another organization or in AAA now. Uh, the guys that are back have experience at this level, though, and you always feel good about guys that have been at the level before, especially when you've got a big group of them, at least a, a few of them, maybe half of them will figure it out and take that next step and really explode. So I'm hopeful that happens. And then the rest of the guys offensively fall into two categories. One is prospect category, two guys that have come up uh, from a level below, Robert Perez Jr. and Spencer Packard, both of which are very highly thought of in the Mariners organization. Uh, for how they swing the bat, uh, and both were in the Arizona Fall League last year. And, and Perez is not really big when you look at him. He's like six one, maybe 180 pounds, but his nickname, guys, is Bobby Bombs. I mean, it's one of the mm. greatest nicknames ever. Mm. Uh, he's got power, uh, so I'm hopeful those guys take that next step as they come up to double-A. And then the rest of the offensive crew, guys coming in from outside the organization, are guys with not just double-A experience, but triple-A experience, guys that have had success here. Uh, at the double-A level before. So you expect some of those guys to be able to be productive for you as well. So uh, I say the jury's out on the offense. I just don't know how they're going to score runs, but I have a feeling they will find a way to score some runs. And it won't be like last year where the Travs team was setting uh, records hitting home runs. I think this team might get it done a little more with uh, some speed uh, and some daring base running and, and doing things, hitting the ball in the gap and down the line and stuff like that. I got gotcha. you. Talking to Stephen Davis, the voice of the Arkansas Travelers on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Yeah, let's talk about the changes and how it's going to impact, you think, at the AA level with the bigger bags. We've seen an uptick in stolen bases. We've talked about pace of play. What are your expectations at the AA level? You know, we've had it for the last couple of years, so uh, I don't think it'll change anything in AA. Uh, I think the big adjustment was, was in the big leagues, but a lot of the guys that were up there had, had had it before in the minors for a little bit. Now, we're seeing some veteran guys in the big leagues obviously fight it, but uh, the adjustment we had last year was, you know, the, the bigger bases, there was no adjustment. That's an, that's an obvious change. Uh, there was a little bit of an adjustment with maybe guys feeling a little bit more just because they are a little closer together and the pitchers are limited on how many times they can disengage and pick over to first. Uh, there was an uptick, but it wasn't egregious. Uh, I don't think there will be another uptick this year. I think that the guys that know they can run will run, and the guys that know they can't or maybe better but shouldn't run uh, won't be running. Uh, but then the end of the pitch clock, there is a slight change with us uh, for AA this year. I shouldn't say that, that there's no changes. The pitch clock is actually going to be even shorter in AA than it is in the big leagues. They're going 15 seconds, 20 seconds in the big leagues, uh, bases empty and men on base. AA this year were 14 and 18. So slightly quicker. I think they just want to get some more data to, to take the New York to the MLB office and see how that looks. So, uh, But I don't think it'll be an adjustment for these guys. They, they've had it for the last couple of years. They know what it's like, uh, and, uh, and hopefully we're not seeing a ton of violations here early in the season. I know these guys come out of Arizona or Florida from the minor league spring training games where they don't have a clock. Sometimes it takes them a bit to get back into it, but uh, I wouldn't expect to see more than one or two pitch clock violations per game, but uh, I think we should be good. I love all the rule changes personally. I think I think they're all fantastic. So Shohei Otani double-dipped yesterday. Got one at the plate and one on the mound. That's hard to do. Good for him. It is. Yeah. Um, let me ask you about uh, new manager, Mike Freeman, and 
kind of his style, what what he will bring, and what he wants to see his team do, or what his uh, uh, he's going to be asking to do. Um, kind of aggressive on the base paths. I mean, what, what's his uh, what's he like from his rotation? Give me kind of a background on him. Yeah, well, Mike Freeman, first year coaching, first coaching job is a Double A manager, the the second Travs manager in a row following Colin Cowgill, who goes straight from playing into being in the the Double A manager's office. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I sat down with Mike the other day, and I, I said, how, "How do you want this team to play?" And you, you could see even that he's unsure how his teams will play because he's never done this before. Now he knows what he wants, and he knows what kind of player he was. Uh, Mike Freeman was the the guy who grinded through the minor leagues and got to the big leagues as a utility guy, and then did whatever it took to stick in the big leagues. He played every position if he needed to. He he would bunt, he would hit and run. He, he didn't have a ton of power, so I think he's going to be scrappy offensively he's going to do whatever he needs to do to try to score runs uh with this team but uh, in terms of you know how much faith he'll have in starting pitchers or uh, you know will he give guys a leash at the plate and let them swing away in a in more of a bunting situation we don't know and i don't think he really knows yet at this point either i think that's going to be something he feels out here over the first month or two of the season and it's kind of fun to see a, a manager develop his personality in a job like this when somebody's never been the one running a baseball team. But uh, in terms of how he is just off the field, extremely laid back, extremely chill. Uh, he's 35 years old uh, and, and very, very in tune with what the players want uh, from managers in terms of communication uh, and very in tune uh, with what needs to be done to get this job done. So I think it was a great hire by the Mariners to, to get him off the playing field uh, and into the, the coaching role, and I think he's going to really, really fit in well uh, with, with this organization and as a manager in minor league baseball this year. Stephen Davis joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Travelers baseball opens on 106.7 tonight in Corpus Christi, or then again, maybe it doesn't. We'll see what the weather does. Home openers next week, April 11th. It's Tuesday, 6 o'clock at Dickey Stevens Park. I know you're looking forward to that. One other thing I wanted to ask you about was, do you see bigger smiles on the players this season considering the salary jump? For those who didn't see the story, AA players um, will make 30250 up from 13800 which is embarrassingly low for a uh, sport that makes as much money as baseball generates. Um, do you sense a different attitude from the guys who are being paid a living wage now? You know, I haven't even really talked to the guys about it, but uh, there's always a little bounce in their step this time of the year, and I do think having talked to guys in the past uh, about the salary situation, they are very happy to finally have that, as you said, be adjusted to make it look more commensurate to what a regular job uh, would pay, because these guys do put in so many hours uh, and so much time and effort into this that uh, something needed to happen there. And I think the the deal that got worked out now with the, the minor league players being unionized uh, and the deal that was it was actually ratified, I believe, at the beginning of this week officially uh, when the MLB owners signed off on it, uh, 30 to 0 was unanimous on their end as well. Uh, I think it's going to be great for both sides. Uh, I think it really sets the standard uh, and makes things what they, it should be. And, and the treatment of minor league players, I know, has gotten so much more attention in the last, say, five years than it had in the previous 150. Uh, that it's really been a good thing. And these guys now have their housing paid for during the season by the big league organization. And as you mentioned, they're getting more money. Uh, the, the training facilities continue to improve everywhere around the country. They get better and better. So uh, it should only make uh, guys, more guys want to stick it out as a minor league baseball player and try to achieve that uh, goal of getting to the big leagues. But it should only increase the level of baseball as well, which is good for everybody all around uh, at all levels. So, yeah, uh, kudos to everybody involved in that. And uh, 
uh, hopefully these guys are still smiling and uh, enjoying the, the little bump in pay and that nicer check when it goes into the bank. Voice of the Draft, Stephen Davis with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Stephen, have you heard anything about the uh, automated ball strike system, the ABS system and AAA, any word on it? I have not gotten any reports on how it's worked so far this year. The, we're not getting it in double A, which I was kind of disappointed because last year they had it in uh, an A-ball league down in Florida, in the Florida State League, and half of triple A used it last year in some form. And we were thinking, hey, we might get it in double A this year. It'd be great here. Uh, I'd love to see it in person. Well, we don't have it. We still have the human umps calling everything. Triple uh, A's got it all across the board this year, but they're using two different versions of it. Uh, one is going to be the, the, the traditional, what you would consider the robot ump, where uh, the, the call comes in to the earpiece, the human umpire behind the play is wearing, and he makes the call, strike or ball. Uh, it's almost instantaneous. You can't tell any difference for, from folks who have seen it. And then the other version is uh, the human umpire makes the call, but there's a challenge system where the pitcher, hitter, or catcher can challenge the call right away if they want, and then they go to what? the uh, robot ump or the, the computer system registered it as to, to uh, see if the, the challenge is uh, upheld or overturned. So uh, there's two different versions being used in AAA. Uh, I'm going to talk to some guys up there uh, probably after a few more weeks and see how they think things are going because uh, you do need to get uh, a few weeks into it and really get some firm data. But I, like I said, I'm disappointed we don't have it. I'd love to see that in person uh, and just see how it works over, over the span of a, a few months in the full season. Uh, to see if it really could work at, at the big league level, because I know there's a lot of folks who are in favor of it, but there's a lot of folks who aren't, and uh, I think we've got to find some happy medium there in the middle. Uh, I hate to have to yell at a computer, but I will if that's what it takes. That's fine. Yeah, oh yeah. Can't wait to see the argument with the uh, the robot ump and a manager. That'll be interesting. Steven, good stuff. Thanks for coming on. We'll definitely be visiting a lot through the season, and I hope you guys get the game in today, but uh, enjoy the week and safe travels back, and we'll look forward to seeing you on the 11th as well back here in the studio. Sounds good, fellas. We will be there next Tuesday, and uh, hopefully we've got some baseball to talk about uh, from what we did here in Corpus Christi this weekend. 100%. Thanks, buddy. All right. We'll see you. All right. Take care.